This episode of Janky Town is sponsored by thiswebdeveloper.com, the people that brought you janky.town. So if you want to go check out that website, it's just a little glimpse of what this web developer can do for you. They build high-performing custom websites for a broad spectrum of products, services, and personal brands. They can take your current website from good to great. They'll show you how to improve your web presence and performance, or you could get a whole new website custom-built just for you. Go and request a free consultation. Go to thiswebdeveloper.com or give them a call at 858-345-6444, or you can email them at info at thiswebdeveloper.com. This web developer is led by an experienced developer with a network of niche experts to get your website looking great and working effectively for you. So if you're an entrepreneur and you're looking for either a brand new site or you want to take your website to the next level, visit thiswebdeveloper.com, 858-345-6444, or email them at info at thiswebdeveloper.com. Get your website right! Hey everybody, this is DJ Omar Khan. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Janky Town. On this one, I have to give you a little bit of a disclaimer. If you're not into uh, like weird-ass, sick, twisted films, um, I and Rachel give a review of a Serbian film, which is a truly, truly, truly disturbing film. It has to do with... Uh, like pornographic scenes and incest, necrophilia, bestiality. It's some effed up stuff. Uh, so if you're not into that, I just wanted to give you a little heads up. At about 45 minutes, that's when we, be- we begin. And then about an hour and one minute, that's when we end the conversation and the review of a Serbian film. So if you're not into that sort of stuff, I just wanted to give you the heads up because there is some serious, sick and twisted stuff that we talk about. And so, yeah, please enjoy this episode of Janky Town. Microphone. Check one. Microphone check. My voice sounds nice. Check one. Whose TV is that on in the Lone. background? You hear is that, it? Is that Dave or is that Muggs? I don't have a TV on, but it could it's be. It's my mom. She fucking has it on full fucking blast. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I love Mama Muggs and I hope she gets better. Uh, so, uh, no, Jenks no, says, no, 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 it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. We'll, <laughs> just, we'll just roll Ma, with it. It's the meatloaf. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. We want her to get better. I'm not going to, I'm not, she's just recovering from Corona. I'm not going to ask her to turn the goddamn TV down. Okay. I'm just not. All right. We're going to start the episode with this. Friendly Fables presents. <laughs> Farts are funny, but I'm not sure why Some are smelly and make you cry It's not polite to fart, that's true It actually means you need to poo I fart a lot when I eat cauliflower I once had a fart to contain superpower The hilarious sound is the best part Nothing is funnier than a loud smelly fart The hilarious the best part nothing is funnier than a loud smelly fart the only one with a smellier fart is my dog i imagine they are smellier than the smelliest warthog it's funny when grandma farts she always giggles my parents bad farts are the worst when i'm in the middle it's taco night and there's refried beans i know i will fart all night in my dream the hilarious sound is the best part nothing is funnier than a loud smelly fart the hilarious is the best part nothing is funnier than a loud smelly fart Sometimes my farts sound like a song Once I had a fart that was a minute long Don't like to fart when I'm in a crowd Everyone knows it's not polite to be loud Oops, I should have mentioned this from the start Don't forget to say excuse me after every fart There's something that's funny when you fart with a friend No matter how smelly farts are, the friendship will never end Hilarious 
sound is the best part. Nothing is funnier than a loud, smelly fart. The hilarious is the best part. Nothing is funnier than a loud, smelly fart. Well, maybe there is something that's as funny. A bucket of bookers, they're stringy and running. <laughs> stringy and running. What, what? Uh, that's a jam, man. <laughs> Isn't that a jam or what? All right. You know how sometimes there's like, it's like funny for a couple of seconds. And yeah. You're like, all right, dude, it's over. Like, I get it. It's yeah. Sports are funny. Not this song. That was this good, was right? Good the whole way. This was good the whole way along. Yeah, that's... Uh, Who is that, Omar? That is a guy by the name of Imperio Nutsa. And it's called... Imperio yeah. Nutsack? Nutsa. Imperio Nutsa. Imperio Nutsa. I just uh, What's typed in... Imperio Nutsa? I don't know. That's just... Nutsa brown rice. <laughs> I just typed in fart <laughs> but rap. But it is and, brown uh, rice. <laughs> that's, uh, that's what came up. So uh, I love it. And I think that... Uh, that is something that is in line with this program so much. <laughs> so I was like, ah, you so, it's a way to kick this uh, this show off. Yeah, so last week beat. we started with, uh, yeah. it's what's inside your butthole. Yep. And this week it's farts are funny. That's 2021, correct. 2021, everybody. That's correct. We're, That's correct. One. We're, we're, we're going. We're Good. on. We're on point. Yes. Hell yeah. We're on point. <laughs> Hell yeah. How are you guys doing? All right. Not I literally just woke up. <laughs> you woke up? <laughs> I literally just woke up about five minutes before we started recording. I want to tell you a little, uh, who's the dick story? Do we have Ooh. time? Omar. Yeah. Uh, hey. I don't know, man. We're, we're running late. We got to take a break here. Uh, okay. <laughs> so it's, yeah. it's time for who's the dick? So I was uh, taking my girls roller skating on, I think, yeah, it was Saturday. Saturday afternoon around four o'clock. And I live in a gated community here, and there is this this volleyball court. And that's where I like to go roller skating with the girls because it's nice and flat. And there's grass around it, so if they're going a little too fast, all they have to do is step onto the grass, and they slow down, and it's not a big deal. So it's perfect for them, right? So I typically don't take a mask. The girls don't take a mask because the, the park is... There's nobody there. There's nobody there ever. And if there are people there, they're usually at the playground, and that is pretty far. So uh, I get there. We all take a roller skates, and I'm putting the roller skates on uh, on my girls. And there's a gentleman sitting at one of the benches, um, probably I don't know, twenty feet away. And he has his little son there. And I've seen this kid before. And he, his mom, always brings him there. And the mom is always respectful of our um, space. personal space, right? Yeah. And the boy always comes and wants to play with my girls. But obviously, in the pandemic world, that's a big no-no. So the kid comes up. And my girls, man, they do know how to stand up for themselves. But they don't like being mean. They don't have that, like, being mean. Like, like so, so this is not a kind of thing where my girls aren't standing up for themselves. They just don't know, like, what is right and wrong when it comes down to the pandemic and social distancing. And why should they, right? I try to teach them as much. But it's a parent's job to kind of, like, you know, uh, stamp out any of those kind of fires, right? So this kid is maybe, I don't know, six feet away. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. But he starts inching up closer and closer. And I'm like looking towards the guy and thinking, okay, at any moment, the guy's going to come up and call his son. And he just doesn't. So now my girls are feeling a little uncomfortable. Okay. And they're looking at me. So I'm like, oh, God. Uh, and I say, in this in this exact tone, I say to the guy, hey, man, uh, do you mind uh, grabbing your son because of the whole pandemic thing? 
just like that, okay? And then uh, he, so he grabs his son, and and uh, then he walks away to his bench, and then I'm there putting my girl's roller skates on, and his kid starts losing his s. And this this kid is one of these kids that's very energetic. He's just very loud, and not in a bad way, in a just uh, a playful way, right? Just a, a loud kid. But he starts crying because his dad d- didn't let him put him down. So the guy starts walking up to me he's like hey hey man you should be wearing a mask like why aren't you wearing a mask i'm like oh i'm coming to the park and i'm not around anybody he's just like well this is a public place you should wear a mask he's like you can't just change the rules all willy-nilly i'm like dude like my demeanor changed because of my daughters right because in pre-kid time I would have, like, literally, like, got in this guy's face, man. Like, I would have covered my face, and I would I would have, like, you know, come really close to starting something. I mean, it was the, 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 the level of this guy was trying to teach me a lesson, you know? He was just trying to uh, just say, you should be wearing a mask or whatever. And at the time when he was saying he, I should be wearing a mask, I'm like, yeah, you know what? I should be wearing a mask, but I didn't think there was going to be anybody at the park, and I'm not near anybody, so I decided not to wear a mask. Yes, I hear you. That's exactly my response. I hear you, okay? But he kept going on and on and on with his son, just losing his S, and he's, he, he's like literally like making my girls afraid, so I have to now take up my girls off the bench, and I have to kind of like scoot them over because this guy's just getting a little too close, and he's still, you should wear a mask, you should wear a mask, and I'm like, yes, I understand what you're saying. You don't have to keep you know berating me you know in front of my daughters here. Um, and th- I left it at that. And then I started scooting my daughters off and then he grabs his son and then he goes to another park that's across the street. And that was the end of it. But that just ruined everything for for my daughters. And the, oh, the guy also says in his rant, he says, I could call 911 right now and have you arrested <laughs> in front of my kids. I'm thinking, how did this get from me asking to just grab your son and move him away to I'm going to call 911 on you? It just went from zero to 100 instantly. And I think a lot of it had to do with my demeanor that it changed because I, I instantly changed into, okay, I'm going to protect, protect my girls. I'm not going to acknowledge yeah. this guy. I'm not going to start anything because I don't want my kids to see any of this ugliness. And there was, the guy was just an ugly, ugly person. But I, listen, in pandemic times, I give people a break. Maybe you had a bad day. I get it. But man, I ask you, who's the dick? Can I ask a question? Sure. Was he wearing a mask, and was his kid wearing a mask? No and no. Okay. <laughs> yes, right. I know. That's a very, okay, very, Jesus. very important uh, uh, point, Dave. Yeah, because if he was, I would be 100% on his side, though. If yeah. he was. If him and his kid were, then because then I would have said, like, oh, look, if his kids were in a mask and your kids were wearing a mask, maybe they could have played because then, you know. Listen, Dave, in pandemic times, you don't even I, do that. You, that. That's not a thing, Dave. The, They're I, total I, I, strangers. No, you're wrong. Yeah, you're okay. 100% okay. wrong on this. Though. All right. All right. Well, I said maybe. But since none of you were wearing a mask, then, yeah, you guys should have stayed the hell away from each other. And he was a dick for asking you to wear a mask when he, in fact, wasn't wearing a mask. Yeah, you know I was I mean? like, yeah. And he, I mean. But, but at the same time, it's like just like you never carry a mask just in case. Like if someone comes around you, like even though you're going to a park and you know like not that many people are there, because I mean like that's. I, I, well, I, I live, like, you know, I live like four yeah, houses yeah, down, so it's not. No, yeah. I never carry a yeah. mask. I could just go grab one or whatever. 
Um, yeah, yeah. So in that case, I didn't. But yeah, I always have a, like a, a backup mask. And like my uh, wife took the kids on a walk today, and so since, yeah. she, since she's walking through the neighborhood, and you could yeah, you know run into sure. yeah yeah of yeah, course they were wearing, wearing, wearing masks yeah for yeah sure. but uh, well I would say since he wasn't wearing a mask and he has no right to berate you for not wearing a mask yeah. if he's not wearing a mask so he's the dick what Muggs. A dick. What do you how think, close? Lux? How close was he to you while he was uh, ranting? Ah, dude. At one point, he got closer than six feet, which pissed me off. That's at the point where I started grab- grabbing my girls and I started scooting, scooting them over. And, and he also said, "If I had the COVID, do you think you know uh, you wouldn't want?" Yeah, and I'm like, "Where is this guy coming from? He just snapped." And so, and so while he was uh, yelling at you or, or lecturing you, at, at any point did you ask him, oh, where's your fucking mask? No, of course not. I'm not going to do that in front of my daughters, man. I'm yeah. on, I wanted to diffuse the situation yeah. As, yeah. Cl- as fast as I could. So that's why my demeanor changed. And that's why I was saying, yes, yes, you're right, you're right. I hear you. I just wanted it to be over. Because I didn't want to expose my children to that. And and so, right. you know, after that was over, I even had to kind of like break it down to my daughter. So he's like, you know what? Some people just, you know, sometimes they had a bad day or, you know, they think they know better of you. And in this case, because of the pandemic, they, I, I was not going to get into an argument. And it's, you know, I kind of like, you know, did the fatherly thing. I think I did the right thing. Um, but I wanted to diffuse it, but he would just not let it go. He was like a pit bull, man. And I think part of it was because his son was losing his ass, you know? That guy has no right or ground to tell you to wear a mask if he isn't wearing one. I that that would have that would have sent me into a tailspin. You're a better man than I am because I would have lost my ass. My daughter would have seen it because yeah. I would have said, hey, "You're telling me to wear a mask? Where's your fucking mask?" Yeah, and that guy is definitely a dick. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Well, oh, while you were uh, protecting your kids, I think I put mine in harm's way. You don't have any children, Dave. What are you talking about? Well, the closest thing to a kid is my dog, Rhonda. Oh, I thought you were talking about about your testicles. (laughs) No, 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 no. I thought you were talking about your anteater. (laughs) No, no, my dick. This is actually something I care about. So my dog. Okay. Um, So, you know... Do you guys have humidifiers in your in your apartments or how or your houses? Yeah, I, yeah. I hate it. Well, I mean, I have a cool, yeah. I have a cool mist plug-in humidifier. Does that count? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, oh, I just, Dave, I just think it's a bunch of BS. It's not going to help your nostrils or your breathing. And my wife's all about it. We have like three in the house. Nice, dude. Yeah, dude. Do they honestly, work? I I believe every time I because I just recently bought a couple. And a couple. I feel that yeah, a couple. I feel that I'm sleeping better because I'm feeling like the air is more, you know, it, it, it's just fresher. And, really? And, and okay. The wind. Yeah. So, so for me, it works at night. Especially Wait a I have it on. Oh, the air is yeah. fresher. It's not a purifier. It's a humidifier, right? Humidifier. Okay. Yes. Okay. okay. Not a, not a purifier. Okay. Yeah. But so the ones I bought, you could put essential oils in it, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it smells makes the the room smell good and and like for in my instance, I put on I put in eucalyptus oil. And mm. that's supposed to give you like a boost of energy and and uh, make you feel really good and clear your mind and everything. So I'm running it and just to test it out for a whole day. Who are you, man? You sound like a fucking hippie, man. You can look at oil it, dude, it, and all this. It's COVID times, man. I'm trying 
everything. Yeah, you're composting. Man, you are you are reaching you're yeah. reaching like the end, Dave. Like this is the end. You know what I mean? Dude, you're not gonna have composting. anything left. Composting <laughs> and uh, all this humidifier with, with with what is it? You kept eucalyptus oil. Eucalyptus oil. Oh man. Yeah, yeah it's an essential oil. Okay. And you know it, it's like. Look, I don't want to be like mugs, dude. I don't want the COVID. Don't you, like? Do you want it? Like, I'm no. taking like immunity he, drinks. He's eating garlic, everything. Yeah, by the I'm way, garlic, dude. Every day, fish by oil. The way, boom, yeah. every day, dude. You could take yes. all that shit before to try to prevent it. COVID's gonna get you. It's gonna get you. So. Have Listen, fun bro. That. I haven't had it yet. Have you had it? Yeah, you have. And you're not eating garlic and taking this immediately, and then all, you know, all the ah, shit, right? Pretty so, good burn. So boom, burn. Anyways, so what? You know, <laughs> with that said, so, I'm not doing any yeah. of that bullshit, and I don't got Corona, so <laughs> yeah. But you have three humidifiers, though. So yeah, oh, you, yeah, you are. That man. is true. Yeah, that you is are. True. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you are. Okay. So you know, I'm running it all day. I'm feeling good. It smells great. And then I notice my dog. My dog is on the carpet, and she's, like, looking at me weird. And then all of a sudden, bleh, bleh. Oh, no. I'm like, I'm like, oh, crap. You know, she puked. That, and so I don't like, know oh, much no. about dogs, but when dogs puke, that's, like, a very, like, uh, it's, it's not good. It's not right. good, right? But, no, like, isn't it, like, pretty it's... bad, though, when, when dogs it's, puke? Because dogs could I eat mean, poop like, and be okay. Yeah, like, but if they puke, something's definitely wrong, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, okay, wow. I looked at the puke, I, I, you know, I clean it up, I look at it, though. Oh, gross. And it's clear. It, by the way, it, you think your puke is warm? Yeah. Dog puke is way warmer. Oh. Um, and, and so I'm looking at it, and I'm like, great. All right, good. It's, it's just clear. I go, maybe she just got into something, whatever. 20 minutes later. <gasps> oh, no. God damn it. Again, no blood, nothing. So I'm just like... Okay, it's still residual, right? Right. So, cut to the end of the night. Blah. <laughs> One more time. I'm like, oh my God, am I going to have to take her to the ER? No. So, I do a quick Google search. I'm like, hmm, what was different today? Oh, the oils. Eucalyptus oils for dogs. Eucalyptus oils for dogs is very toxic. Do not in any way let it ingest. Don't put it on the skin. Oh, Nothing. No. I'm like, oh, fuck. I just almost killed my dog because... I wanted to fucking have fresh air in so my just, room. So did you stop it and now it's all good or did yeah, you have yeah, to take I her to the vet? It. No, no, I didn't have to take her to the vet because the next day she was fine. I stopped wow. it. I, I cleared it out. I washed it all up and, and I ran it with without the oil. So now it's just clean That's air. That's what you get and, for being a hippie, man. That's what you get for being uh, a hippie. Dude. Composting hippie. rule, man. Oh, my God. Jesus. Yeah. Mugs, I'm sure you had a better uh, better week. Actually, no, because no. I I Great. went snowboarding on Monday. Oh, that sounds on, awesome! Uh, yeah, I went, I was uh, at Snow Summit, um, and it wasn't very crowded. I think mainly because of the COVID thing, and um, uh, maybe, uh, yeah, maybe. And uh, <laughs> I, I don't getting... know why it was crowded. There's a worldwide pandemic going on, and there's a ton of people dying. Why aren't there no people? They want to? Don't they want to get the pe- fresh pow pow? <laughs> Well, there wasn't fresh pow pow. There was, I mean, it was it was like fifty five degrees. It was fifty five degrees like at noon, and it was all man made uh, corduroy. So, but I was getting on a on a lift line like corduroy. And, like they, there's like they they, they, they they covered the that's mountain not, with corduroy pants. Like is yeah, that what people they, are like uh, uh, skiing on? Yeah, they they when they groom it uh, overnight, oh, okay. it, it leaves like a corduroy pattern. Got it. It's like got a it. Lot okay. Of lines. Okay. That's how they groom it. Got it. Anyway. So I'm getting on a lift line, and there's not a line at all. It's not because like there's a, nobody like a, there. Because there's a pandemic. 
Right. <laughs> so, but there's a, there's people, but right. not packed. Right. It's not packed by any standards for Snow Summit or Big Bear, right? Right. So, uh, instead of walking around the whole entire rope that they have for each line, I see that people are coming in, but I also see the people that are coming in, there's no one behind. So, what do I do? I climb under the rope just so I don't have to, you know, scoot my board all the way around the perimeter to get just to get in the entrance of the line. There's but you're no, not you're not but you're not cutting in line. But I'm not cutting. I there was there's no, no one there. So, okay. Got you. So, so I'm waiting and um we're we're getting to the we're getting closer to the lift and these the two guys uh, in front of me um turn towards the lift operator, the person who's 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 um observing like people getting on and goes yeah, this guy just cut in line. I go, uh, what? He goes, yeah, he he cut in line. I'm like, I, I didn't cut in line. Actually, that's that's not true at all. There was nobody behind me. No, 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 no. You cut in line. And guys, I had a um, zero to sixty moment where I don't really deal well uh, with being called out on shit that I didn't do. I'm I'm not not very chill when it comes to that. Yeah. So when he started pressing, I, I just, I, like I said, I went from zero to 60 and I said, I did not fucking cut lines. Shut the fuck up. And, Whoa, and then, Muggs. <laughs> Chill, bro. Yeah. Damn. Like, be cool. I know. Dude. I know. I know. And it was bad. So that was my strike one, That's right? not chill, man. But, but, but. <laughs> That's not brown rice, man. <laughs> apparently, this guy wanted to top me when I went from zero to 60. He went from zero to 120. He's like, you did fucking cut, you little bitch. I was like, what? He's like, now, Muggs, 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 Muggs. Oh, yeah, I was just going to ask you. Before you reacted that way, did you size him up and be like, okay, I could probably take this guy, so I'm just going to cuss at him? Okay, so the guy was six foot six. Oh, that's tall as F. Yeah. when When I get mad, I don't really care who, what, how big somebody is, I'll just, I just go nuts. And if it goes to blows, I'm, I'm, you know, it's just going to go to blows. So the minute he called me a little bitch, I'm like, little fucking bitch. I'm like, you're fucking like six foot eight. That, everybody's a little bitch to you, you fucking beanstalk. And at that point, at that point where we're yelling back and forth to each other, now the ski patrol is involved. There's people oh behind Oh my God, Muggs. There's people, yeah, there's it's, people So this behind. is a scene now. This is a scene, man. Jesus. And there's people... And, and I'm with my buddy Ryan, and Ryan comes over to be like, "Yo, man, what's the problem?" Like, is this guy. your best man at the wedding, Ryan? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did so, he say this man wraps a dick around his his wrist, bro? Don't you fuck know with who him. this is? <laughs> so, so, uh, so I yeah, love Ryan. Patrol, we're gonna so have ski patrols, in another episode. Wait, was we're he sober? Have, we're gonna have to tell that. I think. No. He, 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 oh, he's he fell drinking. off the wagon. Oh, come on, yeah, Ryan! Ryan! Yeah, Woo! due to due to the pandemic, he fell off the wagon. Hey, uh, he, was, he was sober for th- three years, and and then he fell off. Can last we year. talk to Ryan about that speech uh, in the next Janky Town episode? Absolutely, love it, love it. Okay, sorry, uh, we, we, we got to do that. It was one of the best absolutely. moments of my life. All right, cool. <laughs> All right, it was so watching your mom, watching your mom and while this is going on, and like, oh whoa, what? Where, yeah, it was okay. Just sorry. So so anyway. So now, yeah, so Ski Patrol, who happened to be, like, at the lift line, was like, hey, guys, enough. Calm down. And the dude and I just kept on going back and forth. Because he was like, he's like, you fucking cut. I was like, do you fucking work here? He's like, do you fucking work here? I'm like, 
Okay, why are you repeating everything I'm fucking saying, you asshole? Yeah, nah, noop, nah, nah, boo, boo. <laughs> yeah. And then and then now to the point where we're cussing and shit, and there's like and I hear I just hear I don't know who's behind me, but I hear, hey, enough, you guys, there's, there's kids here, enough. Cut it out. Cut it out. Sounded right? kind of like your wedding. <laughs> <laughs> so so I find it was like, okay, I hear like, you know, there's if I was with my kid and this was happening, I you know, I'm gonna respect that. So I stopped, but the guy kept going. Wow. And the ski patrol dude was like, Hey buddy, to to the other guy, he's like, Cut it out or you're out, you're gone. And so he finally stopped, but then he like said something under his breath. I'm like, I, I said, Will you shut the fuck up again? And then the, oh, like man. and and then and then like three of the, the snow summit employees were like, Yo, bro. If you if you or you continue this right now, we're taking your one hundred and thirty dollar passes and you're gone. Okay, and that was like I'd only like gotten three runs in, so oh, I would have just dude. it would have been a total waste of money. So he gets on a chair. He's he gets on the chair like two chairs ahead of me, and the ski patrol is in between he and I, like going up the going up the <laughs> These mountain. Are children. I know, and I'm supervised. Dave, 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 how how old is this guy? That's a good. That's a great question. How old is this, this guy's guy? Like fifty five. Whoa! What? Yeah, Are you yeah. kidding me? No, oh, no. God, man. Yeah, and he's still boarding. It, Ooh, I would stay away from he's him. Ski- he no, he's a skier. He's a skier. Oh, he's skier. So, ah, all right. He's old so, man, but like, I was like, I, I was a point where like I was just seeing, I was seeing red, right? Dude. Like, I literally. I literally was going to like when the little bitch came at like when he started calling me names and shit. Yeah, I I literally like was bending over to take my board off and I was going to just tree trunk him. I was just gonna just ta- I was gonna take him out at his oh knees. I was just God. gonna boom right. And luckily it never got to that point. But we're going up the hill and so it's it's the dude the ski patrol is by himself on a on a chair in between us and <laughs> and I'm going this motherfucker. I said. And I'm telling my buddy Ryan and, and his friend, I'm like, who's sloshed, by the way. Dude, Ryan's so drunk yeah, at this he's point. Probably. He's drunk. He, he's already had four Modelos by 9 a.m. Of okay? course. And, <laughs> Poor and, Ryan. And I, I had one, maybe one and a half. So, yeah. you know, I'm feeling good, but yeah. I'm pissed now. Like, right. So I'm going the whole the whole way up. I'm going, if this motherfucker says something to me up there, it's it's over. It's fucking, I'm throwing him off the goddamn mountain. Whoa. And so when we get up, because I, and I can't. Hey, Joey. Yeah, yeah, I, have sorry, a hard time. I don't know why that came out that way. <laughs> At any time, did you say this? I don't know what we're yelling about! (laughs) (laughs) Janky Town, hit the ground. We can get the janky popping, that's a sound. We make your frown go upside down. It's getting janky, we the greatest pound for pound. What up, Muggs? What up, Dave? What up, O? What up, Janks? What up, Muggs? What up, Dave? What up, O? What up, Janks? It's getting janky. It's getting janky. It's getting janky. I love it when we jank around. It's getting janky. It's getting janky. It's getting janky. I love it when we jank around. Janky! Town. Yes, this is Janky Town. Thank you so much for uh, tuning in. This is episode 20, guys. Yay, Woo! 20. That's kind of a cool number, right? 20? What do they call that? What, what celebration is that? The uh, the ruby celebration? Or I don't the know. Sapphire? 
What is that? I have it's not no the idea. Diamond Jubilee. It's so right? funny. Anytime we hit any of these milestones, that's the first thing that Muggs thinks of. Ah, oh, like what? What is this anniversary thing? <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, no idea. Uh, well, you know, it's twenty. So is it twenty twenty? So nineteen was terrible. So oh, this one's gonna be good. All right, cool. Uh, yeah, you could always uh, hit us up on the email. Our email address is jankytown69 at gmail dot com. And as always, you can hit up the Jank line eight five five janky six nine. Operators are not standing by. Toll free. No. 247. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, this is our second episode that we were, are recording for YouTube. Yeah, you can and, uh, find us on the YouTubes now, and that's an mm-hmm. interesting thing that we're doing. And uh, Dave kind of just threw it out there, and then I was like, okay, I'll I'll, I'll record it. And uh, I just decided to throw the entire episode up there, episode 19. And uh, yeah, I, I don't know why I watched people... it. Oh, you did? Tell me, tell me your I thoughts on it. it. Tell me your thoughts on it. I sure do nervously twizzle my beard a lot, which uh, I am not thrilled with, and I'm going to make a conscious effort to keep my hands away from my face. And I've already done it once. I, I it, subconsciously, it's a, it's a nervous habit that I have. I guarantee. You sit there and I guarantee. Isn't that you, one I, of the? Isn't that one of the big no nos for COVID? Is don't touch your face. That's, Wash your look, hands. Don't already, touch your face. See, <laughs> see, I already had COVID, so now I'm like, fuck it, you know. But <laughs> everything's uh, out the window. You're like making out with strangers. <laughs> yeah, he's licking I mean, poles and yeah. shit yeah. outside. <laughs> but that, I mean, I sure was uh, was twizzling my beard a lot, and so and, and it's that, not like. Yeah, Oof. it's not like O didn't have enough work, and now he took it upon himself to put all the YouTube videos. So you can expect yeah. every episode oh, on YouTube. Oh no! Hey, hey, settle down. Settle down. Settle down. Settle down. Settle down. Every hour long <laughs> no. episode. So now mm-hmm. he has to edit both for audio, which you can find us on Spotify and all that shit. <laughs> and now YouTube's because Omar, he's the man. He's gonna take it on all for you. <laughs> also, you can see our pretty faces as time permits. Yeah. As time permits, when I have you know time and I feel like yeah, I can edit this. By the way, guys. I, I don't know what it is about like editing the podcast, editing the video. I really get a kick out of it. I think it's fun. Oh, well, you know, it's fun. so, so yeah. So it's it's not like well, work. Again, Omar, and for yeah. an hour long. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't, <laughs> I don't know if it's going to continue every episode, but I will try. And uh, yeah, if anybody out there can tell me why you want to watch a podcast, that, that that's a very interesting. Uh, go ahead, Dave. I got an answer. Okay. So you know our you know our, our former coworker Christine Fung. Oh yeah. Uh, I, I told her that we were on YouTube, and she said that's great, guys, because I like to put it on my my TV while I'm cooking and, or something. And oh wow. You know, and I could just check in, and it's cool to see you guys talk if I'm listening. Right. You know, and then I, I check in, and you guys are talking, and I can see your faces. So wow. that's cool. It's, it's comforting. So I go, hey, that's a that's good feedback. Good. So there good. You go. So yeah. Um. So yeah, we're on YouTube, and uh, of course, one of the reasons that let's let's not say, oh yeah, we're doing it for our fans just because of the fans. Hey, we want to monetize on this shit. So uh, if you guys uh, can go, <laughs> take any any example. <laughs> so if you guys can go and oh, Dave, break it down. We uh, you, I got a little message from you, kind of like telling telling me uh, what needs to happen before we can kind yeah, of start making apparently, money. Apparently. You need uh, at least 1,000 subscribers okay. and 4,000 hours of viewing, of organic viewing on okay. YouTube before you could even begin to start monetizing. So we are clean at 175 right now, subscribers. So, hey. Nice. No, no, we're, 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 yeah. uh, we're way above that, dude. Oh, nice. Well, here, uh, the last me, time uh, I checked, it was 175. Yeah. So, uh, you know what? I can check right now. And, uh, yeah, we're way above that. Mugs, give me a drum roll, please. But, but, okay, cool. 
Uh, we are at 196. Yay! <laughs> so, yeah, so if everybody that listens to the podcast can just go over there and smash that subscribe button, uh, we would really appreciate it uh, because I don't even yeah, know. I don't even care if you watch it. Just, just <laughs> For now, but, you know, uh, you know, I try to take pride in how I edit everything. What you guys think about the little videos that I put in there and the graphics and all that? It was great. Like yeah. It's like a, it's like a multicast, multi-camera, you yeah. got different cuts. I it's did all really- that. It took me about three hours to learn how to do everything, and then once yeah. I learned how to do everything, it was it was pretty pretty easy. Well, it was a little time consuming, but once I had it down, <laughs> like with anything, you know. Um, but I yeah. did enjoy doing it and learning it. I like I like learning video stuff. So uh, now that I have the ability to do it, learning it and having uh, a way to you know get it out there and for people to see with a purpose, I think it's yeah, it's yeah. A, it's a little different than just doing it all willy nilly, you know. Yeah, and I could say like right now it's it's just us on Zoom, but think about it. If you know we ever have a chance to get together in a room and film each other, like that would be cool and actually have real cameras where Omar could then edit it better or you know, like or like have better views of us. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it looks more produced, so that would be cool. Yeah, I, I think it's something that might take off. We'll see. We'll see. I enjoy doing it. It's fun. I like learning things. So I definitely will keep it going. I think I'm going to have time this weekend. So you could expect this episode to definitely be up. And how do they find us at, on YouTube? Because there's another Janky Town on YouTube, Dave. Did you know that? It, what? I did not know that. Yeah. I searched Janky Town. I searched Janky Town and, and uh, it came up because that's our channel name. Okay. Janky Town. So okay, cool. I think there's another. There might be like. People may title it Janky Town okay, or it's got one it. word or something like that. So got it. who knows? Ours is just the two. I mean, you, you see our pretty faces on it. So <laughs> you, know who we are. you know who we are. All right. Green, 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 green. Hey, guys, you guys know what time it is? No. What time is it? That's it. That's all you're going to give me. Nothing. Hey, it's hammer time. Hey, it's party time. No. Hey, it's uh, time to go take a dump. Nothing. Nothing. You're just going to, hey, okay, well, you know what? Nope. It's sponsor time. All right. It's sponsor time. All right. And this hey, time, great. that's great. Omar. We're going to be talking about this webdeveloper.com. Yes. The guy who brought you janky.town. He's back with us in full effect. This is his third week back and he can't be happier. He's getting all kinds of calls from uh, the janky town listeners. All you janksters. Thank you for hitting James up. His name is James DeLapa and uh, yeah, that's the reason he signed up with us because all the janksters are hitting him up for their website needs. So thank you so much for you guys reaching out to James because not only does that help him, that does a tremendous good for Janky Town because that keeps us going and that's going to allow us to do a bunch of like live events. Hopefully we're going to do a crowdcast too. And uh, we're also thinking about doing a uh, live Cheers with Beer Mug where you're going to uh, get the link. You're going to show up to the Zoom all honked up, all smashed, <laughs> and then Beer Mug is going to interview you one by one which i think is going to be amazing so we're going to set that up soon but yeah thank you for hitting up james delapa at this web developer for your wordpress website needs yeah uh, from web developing consulting and maintenance you know james is your guy he even started a youtube channel that shows you how to build your own site for free just go to youtube and search james delapa that's d-e-l-a-p-a delapa yeah, if you definitely want to check out some of his work, he's the guy who did Janky.Town. All you guys know that, but make sure you guys go check it out. There's a forum there, and there's also a uh, place where you can buy some Janky merch. This guy set all that up for us, and he did that in not even a day. He did that in a matter of hours, so he knows his stuff. So you have any kind of website need, James is your man. Hey, Muggs, what kind it- of clients does James do? 
I'm glad you asked, Dave, because he has a wide array of them from small businesses, startups, tech companies, real estate, investment groups, HR groups, doctors, law firms, teaching hospitals, luxury services, pro bloggers, and cocaine dealers. Oh, wait. No, not that. <laughs> That's just on your list of to-do things, Muggs. You got to hit up <laughs> places you got to go. <laughs> yeah. So make sure you visit thiswebdeveloper.com. He has a bunch of videos on there, kind of uh, letting people know what he's about. And he also has a, a phase kind of system. He has an eight-phase system that is up there. You know, phase one, you provide the content, like photos, videos, text, and articles. Phase two, you, you discuss your design ideas and what your needs are, uh, whether it be like a store or if you just want a, a form for people to fill out in there, he can do it all. And then phase three, he designs it. And then, you know, you obviously discuss it and he will hold your hand through this entire eight-phase project and he will kill it. He will definitely make your website stand out from the rest. So if you're an entrepreneur, he has a fantastic YouTube channel that you can... Fuck. So if you're an entrepreneur... So if you're an entrepreneur, he has a fantastic YouTube channel. And if you subscribe, you can watch his videos that go into great detail on how to build your site from the ground up. So if you're on the fence about hiring a professional due to low funds, James will show you how to do it on your own. So if you're a jankster, we would appreciate you looking up James DeLapa on YouTube and subscribing to his channel. Yeah, he has a ton of videos up there already, and I think he he just started doing this in like November or December, and he already has a ton of videos, and the content is like extraordinary. It goes into great detail, and every tutorial is over an hour, so you know he put a lot of thought and creativity into these videos, and I suggest, yeah, you definitely want to log on to the YouTube, search James DeLapa, and most importantly... To hook James up, hit that subscribe button. You know how you're going to go to uh, the Janky Town YouTube channel and hit that subscribe button? The same time you're doing that, please go to James DeLapa's channel and just hit that subscribe button because that's going to help out James uh, a tremendous amount. To talk to James and if you want to hit him up with any questions, you could call him at 858-345-6444. If you have any questions about the world of WordPress websites, you could also email him at info at thiswebdeveloper.com. I'm sure James has an answer for any question you may have. From small business to big business, James does quality work you could depend on. That's thiswebdeveloper.com and search James DeLapa on the YouTubes for free tutorials and please smash that subscribe button. <laughs> Thank you very much, James, for all you do for Janky.town. And uh, yeah, we love you to death and hopefully the Janksters will in turn show you some love. Hey guys, I have a special surprise for you guys. Uh, you know, we have a new president. Is it money? Uh, it'll never be money, Dave. Uh, we have a new president, uh, Joe Biden, just uh, took office, uh, I believe, when we're recording this. It's just a day ago because we were recording on Thursday. So, yeah. uh, you know, everybody's all about, you know, Biden and Kamala. And, yeah, everybody's super happy. But how, how do you think President Trump's feeling? Oh, well, defeated. I, you think defeated. so? Yeah. Well, sure. well, hey, gring, 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 special surprise. What? Guess who I have what? on the phone? It's 45. It's President Trump. What? Hello, Jerky Town. Are you guys? We heard a lot of great things about everything you're doing. A lot of people are saying you have the best podcast, and they certainly have the best podcast guest. I know that because you have me. Wow. So you're yeah. very, very welcome and lucky to be having me today. 
Congratulations for you. Well, thank you, Mr. Trump. Uh, how has it been? President, uh, for, so, uh, well, you're not really the president. president Trump. No, hey, that's former, they're, they're, pre, they're president from when they get when they get elected president and they become they're a president. president they're forever. president forever, Muggs. Okay, that's right. the, the, Muslim, the Muslims correct. So listen to the Muslim. <laughs> he knows. Uh, Sometimes Muslims get things right, and this is one of those times. <laughs> okay, I, 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 I suppose you're right. Tell us what it was like uh, your first night out of the White House. Well, what did you do? Well, first of all, Melania and I had a very romantic evening. She, she phoned me. She was out on a date, and she phoned me, and she told me that she missed me. And I thought that was very romantic of her. She's very, very romantic towards me. So she and that swarthy 23-year-old pool boy from Mar-a-Lago. They were both, I, was, I was on their mind, apparently, very much. So she called me to say goodnight, and she was bringing me home a doggy bag of some of my favorite, favorite desserts, and I couldn't wait for the food. Hey, um, President Trump, uh, what are you going to miss most from the White House? I know you, you get, like, uh, your personal chef, and you get, you know, Air Force One. What, what, what thing are you going to miss the most about being president? Going to miss how white it was, the White House. <laughs> Unbelievably white. My favorite color by far is whiteness. I love the white. And to live sure. in a house that's completely white was just my favorite thing ever. <laughs> Mr. President, does your new uh, house have that little button that brings you a Diet Coke every time you hit it? Or McDonald's or whatever the hell they brought? I have a full staff at Mar-a-Lago, which, as you know, was also known as the Winter White House. I have a full staff there. They bring me the hamburgers. They bring me the Diet Cokes if I want. Anything I want. Anything I want. Don Jr. has a butler just for his cocaine. That's how, <laughs> that's how well set up we are in terms of our staff. So better. Better than the White House staff. That's what everybody's saying. Mar-a-Lago better than the White House. Biden, boo-hoo, he doesn't get it. I get all the good stuff. Now, President Trump, I watched your farewell speech uh, when you chose not to be at uh, 46's inauguration, and I was kind of confused, and I wanted to ask you, uh, your, your parting words were, have a nice life, I'll see you soon. Which one is it? Are, do you plan on you know entering the, the political realm again someday? I'm not saying right now what I'm going to do, but all I know is... Let's face it, a lot of people are very angry. The election was stolen, and a lot of people wow. are saying that I'll be back. I think, I think that is very true. I'll be back in some capacity, maybe as king, maybe as emperor, <laughs> maybe on Dancing with the Stars. I'm not sure, but I will be back, and everyone will be able to love me again because so many people out there, they stop me and they say, we love you. You're the best. You're the best president we ever had. So many people say that. Most of them are in my family, but still, a lot of people are saying it. So I know people want me back. I'll be back. I'm like Schwarzenegger, only he's not quite as good-looking and muscular as I am. <laughs> president Trump, you actually did uphold a tradition, and you left a letter for, for uh, President Biden. What does the letter say? The letter says... On the bottom desk drawer of the Resolute Desk in the Oval Office, I left you a turd. It's my own turd. 
<laughs> took a big dumpy right in the bottom drawer. Big stinky for you, Joe, you election stealer. That's what I wrote in a little note. And I smeared a little poo-poo on the end of the note just so he would get it. So that was the generous thing Biden was talking about. Okay, makes sense. Yes, makes I left sense. him a present, a big, brown, smelly present. Now, Mr. Trump, a lot of people say that... President uh, Omar, uh, President. Uh, sorry, uh, President Trump. Uh, a lot of people say that you will go down in history as being one of the worst presidents of the United States of America. What are your thoughts on that? I will go down in history as one of the greatest presidents in American history. Without a doubt, the greatest president for half of the country... <laughs> The other half, not so much. But half of the country will think I'm the best because I love the poorly educated. I love the confused. I love the mentally ill. And those people needed someone to represent them. And that's what I was there for. So all the crazies, they're very happy with me. Very happy. What do you think your greatest accomplishment is as uh, being president? Or was, I should say. I think my greatest achievement and there were many many achievements let's face it i did many many things <laughs> name a couple so many two not enough time to name just, all the things just, that i did just, just a couple just a couple so would be many, great. a list of things so long longer than my tie that's well, how long just, the list just, is just a couple would be great and uh, you know we'll move just on one just so one. many achievements. It's hard to pick one because I love so many of the achievements so equally. To pick one achievement over the other achievements would not be fair to all the achievements. No, so but, I just have to say all of the achievements, okay. all the great things that I've all done. I love them all equally. All the great yes. things. Okay. Are just They're the best things. So how can you pick one from the best? Uh, the last thing from me, President Trump, is that I really want to know what you have uh, or what you are using as an outlet now that you don't have Twitter or Facebook or You've been banned from basically all the social media, even like Pinterest and things like that are banning you. Uh, what are you doing to, to occupy your time now that you aren't on Twitter anymore? A lot of people. You can find me on Grinder. You can find me on Tinder. You can find me on Bumble. I'm on a lot of those social platforms. Okay. Okay. Look, you can look for look for my profile. The profile name is Forty Five Big Dong. Oh, really? Forty Five Big Dong. Uh, you know when you have to list, you know your attributes and you know what what you're into and stuff. What what kind of what are the some of the things you filled in with? I write down. Here's what turns me on. White. Is that money, it? Money, money, oh, money and white. Money and white. Okay. Money and white. Oh, my man. two things. My two I, biggest turn-ons. Oh my god! I think that encapsulates your presidency uh, perfectly. Money and white. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, Mr. President. Uh, thank you for hopping on the phone, and thanks for uh, calling Janky Town, dude. Thank you very much. Uh, you, do you have my any pretty words, Jerky Boys? Keep doing it, Jerky Boys. Make those funny phone calls. You guys are amazing. <laughs> those are uh, other guys. It's not us. Not us. I'll take it. I'll take it. So we're trying to get Rachel on the phone because uh, because on one of the previous podcasts, I said I was going to watch a Serbian yeah. film. Hey, can you hold on just a second? No problem. Um, and she hit me up on Twitter and she said, if you haven't seen a Serbian film yet, do not watch it. I'm trying to help you out here. I've seen it multiple times and have a high tolerance for fucked up shit. And it remains the most disturbing movie I've ever seen. And then, really? and then, yeah, and then she continues. I'm telling you, there's this stuff in there that you'll never be able to unsee and you wish you never saw. Trust me on this one. If you end up watching it, well, I try to warn you, LOL. 
Hmm. Now, uh, oh, what yeah. is a Serbian film, and what? How did you hear about it? How did I hear about it? Oh, somebody I believed called the Jank Line and said, "Dude, if you watch the, I forget the movie of that horror movie that I watched. I think it was the called, Terrifier, right? The Terrifier, right? So I was or talking about that. So we had somebody on the Jank Line kind of dare me to watch. Uh, oh, not dare me, but he suggested that I watch a Serbian film, and I laid it out on the podcast that hey, maybe I would. And then Rachel chimed in, and uh, she was like, "No, it's really disturbing." And there's a, a couple of other people that are like, "Yeah, there's this baby scene, and there's." Just things that you can and see and um, so the movie is one of the most it's probably the most disturbing movie that I've ever seen but more disturbing than the human centipede yes oh hell yeah by far really and here's the thing though with me and the way I watch movies is that if I know it's really uh, just a movie and it's Hollywood magic happening I can watch it because I can disassociate myself like that right in my mind however the one thing that I can't watch, remember in high school, I'm not sure if this was huge with you guys, remember the Faces of Death video? Yeah. Those oh, movies? fuck. I so never watched kid, it. I wouldn't watch I, it now. Okay, yeah. Never watched so, 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 it, yeah, but I've heard what's in it, and it's not, yeah. not for me. So that stuff I cannot watch, because it's real, right? It's real people, and it's real limbs being Ugh. cut off, and it's real death. But this is fake. However, with that said... This movie is disturbing as balls, and if you guys want to tune out here for a bit, because Rachel and I are going to be discussing a Serbian <laughs> film in, in great detail, well, m- maybe not much detail for me, because I've only seen it one time, but Rachel, tell me why in the hell you would watch this movie <laughs> multiple times. Um, I don't know. Well, <laughs> so I saw it, because I, it was, I was told it would be the most fucked up movie I've ever seen, and I like seek those things out. <laughs> Um, and it was, and then I, I don't know, it became like my mission to show this movie to like as many people as possible. And like my friends who I, who I knew were also into movies like that, I'd be like, oh, you should watch this. And I just like watched it with them. So I've seen this movie like many, many times. Can I ask what this movie is about? Um, it's, so it's about a retired, uh, porn star who is like down on his luck. He needs some money. And, uh, this, this like shady guy approaches him and basically offers him, uh, money for, to do this movie. But the, the condition is that he can't know what the movie's about. Um, and so it's, it's, it's kept a secret and then he agrees to it eventually. Um, and chaos ensues, basically. I don't know how much you want me to give no, away. No, we could give it, we could give away everything because, uh, hey, why not? Uh, so, <laughs> I will I will kind of uh, start things off, uh, Rachel, and then yeah. uh, you can fill in the blanks. So, guys, wait, okay. I, I had to watch this movie in two parts because when I first turned it on, I felt like my family was in the house, right? And I I, I, I always wake up early. Sun, like so I'm always the first one up. So, uh, it, was, it was like Sunday morning. I was downstairs. I was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to check out this movie just to, you know, uh, show Rachel that I'm a man and show her up. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you actually wow. Omar, I try to warn you. Yeah. So, uh, so, so, continue. so it starts with uh, like a kid watching porn, dude. <laughs> and it's, it's his dad's porn. And like, it, like what? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's this kid. Like He's like six <laughs> or seven years old. And because uh, his dad's a porn star and they don't hide the fact that he's a porn star. They call it like uh, these are uh, cartoons for adults. They tell the stupid kid like what? It's, it's crazy, man. Yeah, it's insane. Right, now I'm in. So 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 that's <laughs> no. So, th- so th- this is kind of like the whole like maybe 
20 minutes of the, the, the beginning of the movie is kind of boring, but it's all a setup for the fucked up shit that happens, right? So, Rachel, I want you to pick it up from where the guy um, gets hired on to do this movie. Uh, the guy, I think his name is Milos, doesn't know what this movie is going <laughs> to be about or whatever. He just knows that it's this new, you know, quote unquote, new genre of porn. And this guy, you know, really needs yeah. the money. And he wants to, you know, his wife's like, yeah, why not do it? So he signs a contract and uh, take it from there, Rachel, and all the effed up uh, stuff. And uh, yeah, you can even talk about the uh, newborn porn thing. Yes. Uh, oh, okay, God. I'm going to be honest. It's been a while since I've seen this movie, okay. so I don't remember the like whole timeline. Of okay. Okay. The no worries. Event. Um, but yeah, they basically he's like, it, it, I correct me if I'm wrong, Omar, but there were like some weird like pedophilia vibes to the movie, and he kind of was like, eh, I don't know if I like want to do this. Um, but then the director. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, so uh, they bring him in to do his very first scene, and there's this like yeah. n- there's a, like this nurse who's like all like super hot and bothered, and uh, she's like going down <laughs> on him. But there's a kid watching this happen, like a 13 year old, 14 year old kid, and he's like, I don't know what? if I could do it. Yeah, dude, it's it's, it's totally effed up, man. Yeah. It's like <laughs> if, if you took the worst things in the world and you put them in one movie, this is that movie. Okay, and uh, and then so he's just like, oh man, I don't know. And then all of a sudden, um, the the director is in, in in his ear. He's just like puncher, puncher, puncher. And he was like, what? yeah, dude. He, he was like, no, no, no. Yeah. And then so the actress just and and they show this dude. She just just bites down like a pit bull on his junk. And I mean, the guy has junk for days, dude. <laughs> is it real? Is it real nudity? Uh, they show it. I mean, no, th- these are all probably yeah. prosthetics, but yeah, they show it all. Okay. And it's, uh, yeah, but it's, it's pretty stuff, insane. Yeah, they show enough. They show enough, totally. But like, there, there's one part where he's kind of like, eh, I don't know, talking to the director. He's like, I don't know how I feel about this. And like, basically, in the attempt to convince him, like, the, to, to convince Milos, like, we're like doing the new up and coming stuff, like, you want to be part of this, he showed him, um, newborn porn which what uh people say this is, is the most disturbing scene in the movie yeah so oh my gosh my family's right here listening to this so he <laughs> they have a, a woman who gives birth to a baby and then a man who receives the baby starts having sex with the baby no okay no. Yeah. All right. no. I'm, I'm gonna no. take my headphones off right now <laughs> no. you guys can continue this conversation i'm uh-huh. gonna go no, on no, my no. instagram story so, so what the so, fuck <laughs> so when that happens you say yes let's keep going Let's keep watching. <laughs> Listen, yeah. it the the both the, of you, both of you. It's Hollywood magic, dude. I actually, Omar, I actually don't think that was the most disturbing scene. Actually. Oh, do you, do you think the final, oh, the, the, fi- the final thing when I he finds the ending out was the most disturbing? The ending, yeah. Okay, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll talk about that. Yeah, because yeah, it gets well, okay. in, in, yeah, in uh, d- different points of views, right? So Rachel thinks uh, the other <laughs> scenes are more disturbing. So, <laughs> so, so, uh, so he does, he does, uh, he watches that, and the the director, you know, kind of convinces him. Okay, fine, or whatever. So, to uh, what was the other scene uh, that he did? Rachel, he had a, he had another scene before the final final act, and they had to drug him. Oh, this is what it is. So he, yeah, he, so he they like drug him because yeah. he was refusing to do it. So they drug him, and he's all out of it. So he he knows he's kind of like ha- has to has to have sex with this 
uh, person. And this person is the mother of the kid who was in the first scene, right? Who was watching him yeah. getting getting a blowjob, right? Which is that girl's, <laughs> that little girl's mom, right? So he goes and he has sex with her in this other scene, in the second scene, and then the director's like, punch her, punch her, and he just starts knocking the crap out of her in the in the scene. She's tied up to the bed, dude, and he's going to town, and then all of a sudden, he decapitates her. Mm-hmm. And he keeps having sex with her after yeah, he yeah. cuts her head off. So now, mm-hmm. hold on, hold on. So, so there's pedophilia and now necrophilia. Yeah. In this movie, mm-hmm. uh huh, yeah, you okay. cover all and, your bases and you here. Guys, and you guys, and this is the end of the movie, or no? It gets more fucked up. <laughs> no, it's not. Oh, so then, so There's then, you guys, you guys continue. You go, okay, did... I'm gonna keep watching. All right, go ahead. <laughs> we also didn't talk about his friend, the other porn star, who was like trying to get him into the movie. Oh yeah, or, I forgot what she was doing, but there's also a scene where they. Uh, they like basically take out all her teeth and like suffocate her with a penis. Yeah. So there's that. And there's also, uh, she could, she, and she also confesses to, uh, being out of the porn game, like the regular, uh, man on woman porn or, uh, woman on woman, but she's into bestiality now. So that's what she's up to. Yeah, no. uh-uh. that's just a uh-uh. casual, right? Throwaway part of the that movie. Was, that was like what? Yeah, exactly. I had to rewind. Oh, it. so they Did don't show they this? don't show bestiality. No, no, no. That's the one thing uh-huh. they didn't oh, show. Oh, thank <laughs> God. Oh, that's where they draw the line. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's that's a little too much. That's crossing the line for this yeah. movie. So the movie <clears throat> continues. And, you know, he's all drugged up and, you know, he, he's pulled into this other room for, you know, his, his you know, quote unquote, the, the final scene of the movie. And the, he uh, he starts going to town and sodomizing one body and then he starts sodomizing uh, another body. These bodies are under sheets, so he doesn't know what's happening. But one, uh, I think the second one, he, it's a little hard to penetrate or whatever and you kind of see <laughs> that going on. And then... Um, while he's doing that, a masked man comes and he uh, starts uh, going to town on the first person that Milos was having sex with, right? And are they alive? Yeah. Uh, okay, these people yes, are alive. They're alive. They're alive. They're both alive. But we don't know what sex they are. We don't know what sex they are. We don't know who they are. You don't they know are. what they are. What? Yeah. So, right. the, the sheets come off and... Milos has sodomized his wife and his his brother is now having sex with his wife and Milos is now having sex with his son. Mm-hmm. Oh! That's yeah. the part that I thought. That was the one where I was like, oh that's my God. pretty, yeah. That did it, I that think that's, it was the most That's where you one. drew the line? Yeah, yeah. Not the, that's the end of the movie? Not the newborn porn. almost at the end. And, and that's Jesus the end of the movie? Christ. No, no, no. So, so, so then. That's not the end of the movie. No. So then. Oh uh, my God. So then, so, so, so the wifey and the little kid, they're still alive. So Milo's kind of like uh, wakes out of it in his, in his drug haze. And uh, there's this nurse that he kind of drugged and almost killed, but not quite. She gets up and it has a gun and kind of dis- distracts everybody, right? So then Milo's grabs the gun, um, kills the director, and then the wife bashes in the uh, brother's skull, totally kills him. And then um, all of a sudden, the wife. Oh, Misha! All. What? What oh, else did he do? Oh wait, no. Go ahead. I was just. I was going to talk about that where he he pokes the guy's eye out with oh, his erection. Yes, yes. Talk about that. I forgot that. I forgot that very important part. <laughs> he and, like took one of the guys that just like like took his head and he like shoved his <laughs> dick through the, his eyeball and like like 
speared his eye with his penis. And, and by the way, in that, in, the in that scene, they, they don't shy away from showing it. It's it's very graphic. It's very graphic. And I mean, this guy's got like a 14-inch penis. How dick? Dude, they give him the drug, dude. He's on this drug that gives him like, you know, he, he's all out of it and they give him super boners. I want this super boner drug, by the way. Um... So 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 then so then he kind of so you know the movie's over now no no, no. Now so over. so then um, the wife is all freaked out she's holding a knife and then Milo she's like punches her knocks her out so then every why so, he be, knows it's the wife because he, he he doesn't know like what kind of drugs he she's under or whatever he doesn't want to get stabbed right so he wants to kind of like oh. just end the situation so then cut to. They're talking about how they can't live or whatever, and Milos is trying to kill himself, but there's no guns in the bullet, right? Then well, there's no bullets I, in the gun. But <laughs> yeah, there's no bullets in the gun, right? Uh, Rachel, yeah. how much time do you think has passed from the incident to the final scene in the movie? Um, oh, I don't know, like maybe twelve hours, because like what happened was like that happened, and then he doesn't remember, and then he he like found these tapes and like watched videos of all these things happening this is this is the thing about this movie too is that there's so much going on that it's very hard to keep track of so then at the very end uh we we got uh milos the wife and the little kid in the middle they're all laying in bed and they're they're just they can't go on so milos grabs the gun he puts it to the back of his wife's um uh, he, he, he takes the gun and he puts it to the back of the wife's uh, back pointed in a way where if he fires the bullet is going to shoot through her the son and Milos he pulls the trigger and boom they're all dead and all of a sudden the bedroom door opens and it's the, the it's like the director and the crew and the director tells one of the guys alright go ahead start with a small one mm-hmm. <laughs> what the hell mm-hmm. What does that and even mean? And so then NC roll credits. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so, so what? He's probably he's directing the guy to have sex with with all of them. Probably kind of with the weird weird ass yeah, porn. Why now yeah. that someone's going to have sex with them yeah. as they're dead? Mm-hmm. And what what made you guys want to see the snuff film? Uh, I find it entertaining that that sort of stuff that people really don't like. Like I could disassociate myself, like I said, from from that kind of stuff and. Uh, Rachel, and this is you, on Disney Omar, Plus. I have a question for you. Yeah. If you do, you think because I feel this way. If you can look past all the really like disturbing, no. Like, oh no, fuck up. I stuff, know what she's gonna say. It's like a good movie. It is. It's a it's a good movie, and and, yes. and it's so funny because you could take the entire movie and take different messages from the movie of of society. How how we, we're so uh, right. Uh, um, uh, you know, we're so. Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for uh, with sex? We're so obsessed with sex, you know, and uh, it, yeah. it, it's 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 worth a watch. But definitely, if you can't get over like you know those graphic scenes, and if you can't you know uh, compartmentalize everything, yeah. then it's definitely going to. You fuck need with to it. really be able to like be able to like tolerate yeah. that because yeah. it's a lot. Like yeah. I I showed it to like one of my friends. And he like he refused to keep watching and like left my house. Wow! And then like another one of my friends watched it and they didn't tell me about it for years because they never wanted to like talk about it again. <laughs> they Dude. were just like, Ugh. so fun. like All if right, you already well. know that you can't kind of handle that, then you know it's not for you. Don't watch it. But yeah. By the way, we are going to catch up with those Jank Lang calls. Okay. 
Thank you so much. I, Bye. Uh, I, I'm, I'm glad this is what motivates you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, yeah. All right. Thanks for happen, uh, hopping on. Thank you. Bye. Yes, thank Thanks you. Bye. Yeah. Mm. Thanks. You fucking weirdos. Both of you. Mm. All right, here we go. Oh, uh, this is an email from Sam, the Santa Monica guy. I have a grievance to file against Dave and Omar. On episode 17, some asshole left a message doing my whole Santa Monica shtick. Now I have a few things to get off my chest with you guys. P.S. I'm always keeping it trucha. Sincerely, Sam, the Santa Monica guy. So, hey, green, green, who's on the line? What's up, Sam? <laughs> What's going on, guys? Is, uh, uh, is there? I'm here. I'm here, Sam. I heard you got the COVID, man. How you doing, dude? That's sure. Yeah, I had it in November. It fucking sucks. It sucks, dude. Yeah, you know, it's like payback because I was laughing so hard <laughs> when they would call you to fucking make fun of you, dude. We're calling him again. We called like ten times. <laughs> All right, Sam. So what's what's the deal, man? How, how did we fuck this up, uh, dude? Uh, some. Some, the other guy called on uh, episode 17, and he uh, he did the whole thing where, you know, a new listener, and then he did the whole, this on a Monica, and, and you guys were laughing, and I was like, I was like, fucking mad, I was like, dude, and you guys, and then Omar over there was like, yeah, good on you, Sam, you know, like, dude, that wasn't me. <laughs> Omar, like, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry, Sam, I'm sorry, Sam, I have the call here, I'm going to play it for you guys, here, take a listen. Hey guys, my name is Alex, um, everyone's been giving you shit for saying that you have new listeners and that there's no way anybody else is new to this show. Well, I just wanted to say I'm one of those guys uh, that is new to the show. I had never heard of you before, but I was looking around iTunes, looking for a podcast, and uh, this is Santa Monica! Listen, listen, dude, listen. <laughs> yeah. Listen. That's not me, bro. Wait, hold on. I say it with authority, man. I say it with authority, goddammit. Listen. Now listening now now listening back, yeah, I can I can tell, but at the time when I'm playing the calls, I'm like running the calls, I'm running the music. And I know you do like a little fake voice at the beginning, but yeah, yeah. I definitely should've should have noticed because this this is you. Yeah, <laughs> that's got gusto. That's yeah. got the gusto behind it. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, man. So, so oh, what do you I have to say, to say with you guys? Yeah, come on, Omar. Listen, dude. Um, I have to say I'm sorry because there's there's no excuse for me to not recognize one of our hugest fans and a longtime prank caller, you know, to the Kevin and Bean and then yeah. the B team, and then he followed us over to Janky Town, and uh, yeah. yeah, I am definitely ashamed of myself, yeah. Sam, and I accept your scorn, yeah. I, and I'm a total dick for it because this is you. Listen to that. I, I tried, oh, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, my turn. Listen, after hearing that again, I don't know how the fuck we even didn't assume that wasn't Sam because that was so different. I'm going to put it up to me. Oh, maybe we were tired and we just wanted to get it going and get it over with. But Sam, it's nothing like you. There's no excuse, Dave. There's no excuse. There, we are morons. True. There is, there is no, no excuse. excuse. We fucked up. Well, that was terrible. We well, were so dumb. If I can, if I can defend, if I can defend my colleagues here, Sam, which I no, don't like doing. <laughs> 
I think yeah. the fact that I, I think the fact that we or they uh, collectively haven't heard that soundbite in quite a while. I, th- I think we just our ears we we became uh, uh, ear blind to it, and I think we just assumed that it was you. But when we do play them back to back, we clearly can tell. Oh yeah, that the guy, the imposter, <laughs> it comes that nowhere near yeah. your delivery. Yeah, so, uh, so oh. Sam, uh, from me, I say I'm sorry. Omar says he's sorry. Yeah, man. The yeah. grievance right. has been settled. You uh, win. Yeah, thanks, yeah, Sam. And Sam, thank dude, you, thank man. you so much for you know being a fan since the Kevin and Bean days and listening to the B team and now Janky Town, dude. Thank you so much for the support wow. throughout the years thank and uh, still listening to us. You know, we are so humbled every time you know we 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 find a fan like you that appreciates our work so much and that regularly contributes not only do you listen but you also contribute with uh, gold like this this is such a <laughs> so good we love it and, uh, and sam just uh, just so you know that uh where that started was remember we used to have john kilda from let's paint tv on the kevin and bean yeah. show and that's where uh you know the yeah. guys were the gangsters were calling in and crank calling Kil- uh, john kilda mm-hmm. we are going to have john kilda on uh very soon in the next few episodes so you're definitely going to uh, want to check that oh, out nice <laughs> nice yeah i remember that episode when there <laughs> yeah that's the reason i started doing it to you guys because of that guy <laughs> yeah absolutely the best yeah. it's the best awesome. every time you would call uh kevin and bean <laughs> if uh you know i i would be screening the phone call sometimes i you dude you'd come with like whatever the topic was you know uh you, you know worst worst dates or whatever you would have the perfect story yeah. and you'd set it up and I'd be like, Oh, go, you know, Doug from fucking yeah. Baldwin park. Okay. And then you'd go, yeah, you know, I was out on this date. And this is Santa Monica. <laughs> oh my God. So Muggs, great, that was man. so terrible. Let's hear a COVID version of it. Oh man. Uh, no, 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 no. Right. Hey, look, it's hard, but it's hard. I don't want you to mug. Shut up. Okay. All right. This is Santa Monica. Oh. Can't do it. Special shout out to the great Ralph Garman for helping out on this episode. If you want to catch Ralph, he is on Patreon. So get some Ralph in your ears. You can just go to Patreon, search the Ralph Report. For as little as like 15 cents a day, you can have this funny, funny guy in your ear holes that's for like $3 a month. That's nothing. So go to Patreon and search The Ralph Report. Your hosts of Janky Town are Dave the King of Mexico, Johnny Beer Mug, and me, DJ Omar Khan. Thank you so much for listening. Janky Town is a janky production. Recorded, engineered, produced by Omar Khan. If you would like your own podcast produced by Omar Khan, please feel free to contact him at djomarcon at gmail.com. And if you ever need a DJ for a wedding, anniversary, birthday party, no matter what occasion, please visit djomarcon.com for the best in high-end DJ services.